Lily's mistake. You're making the mistake. Flint! Anyone can have an accident, but lying makes it worse. But Mom will be upset. She'll be even more upset if you lie. And how would you feel if Billy got punished? Face up to what you've done. Don't take the easy way out. We'll tell her we did it. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 157 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachai, and my co-pilots for this buckethead adventure of podcasting, the young, the restless, the Clark Gable of podcasting, the man that will give you free face rides if you just look at him in a different kind of way, Mr. Carlos. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of podcast wow. again. Depends, We're on a roll. We're on a roll. Depends on who asks, but First yeah. Almost, it's wrong. Isn't it supposed to be mustache rides? Well, well, his fucking mustache is on his face. Depends. Depends check. on where you want to yeah. ride. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, like a just say It's like a motorcycle. Just say Buarguay. <laughs> the man we call Crunch Crunch. The man who might have just beat the beaties. He went to the doctor last Friday. He's got an update. We're gonna get to him in a second. Mister Less is not diabetic. Ooh. Really? Ooh, that's sizzle right there. Ooh, we'll no. talk about that later. That's sizzle. The man we call El Hombre. The man with the fingers fast enough to twiddle his diddle. Mr. Eric. Didn't really think that was your best work. Mm. Strawberries. <sighs> Tonight we have a very special show this evening. We have two special guest hosts. Local boys coming out of the Inland Empire. Two guys that have a great taste in fandom and a great taste in music from the fantastic Star Wars podcast, The Bucketheads. Please welcome Aaron and Eddie into the Sith Lair. How you guys doing today? Doing good. How are you doing guys? Good. We're doing fantastic. Thanks for coming on, man. Fans. Let's say so mans. Is this, men. Is this, men. Is this mashup going to be called Sith Heads or the Bucket List? Oh, the Sith Heads. I kind of like Sith the Heads. Bucket, we uh, are on your podcast, so I say Sith Heads is appropriate. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to get into all kinds of cool stuff. Obviously, some Star Wars, because we have these amazing Star Wars podcasters on. And their specific addresses, right? And their addresses, so you can send them hate mail. Wonderful. Sweet. But (laughs) we're going to Uh, get into your podcast in a second and your fandom and all that great stuff. We're going to do that in a bit. Let's go back to Les. Les, 
You What's beat, up? You beat the beaties. It's not even like that. It's just, I'm not close. I'm not, uh, what is it? I am marginal, is what I was told. You're marginal diabetic. I, not even that. Just You're almost diabetic. I just need to chill on some fried chicken and I'll be okay. Great. That's like, fantastic. In all honesty. Hey, like, a win's a win, man. So there you like go. Fried, uh, so anything dipped tonight. in batter and fried has got to be done. So you're never much. going to the fair. It was really odd. He walked in with a big dr- fried drum. Like yeah, exactly. No, a turkey leg. <laughs> turkey leg. A turkey I, you leg. You know what? I, I do love fried fish and fried chicken. I love fried Sucks. chicken, man. It's over. I fucking love oh. fried chicken. Those are gone. This man's right. got really it's good okay. fried chicken. Oh, man. Catfish my, nuggets. My fried favorite fried chicken. is the best. You like nuggets? LA County Fair is right around the corner. Stay clear, Les. Say that again. What is that? fair. Oh, the, the LA fair. County Fair is around the corner. Stay yeah. You know, we have a big debate here in this household about oh, the fair. Boy. I am not a fan of the fucking fair. Neither man. am I. I love the fair. Okay, because mm-hmm. I've, I've gone to the fair multiple times. I never go on a fucking ride, ever. It's crowded as shit. Everything's so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. And I, I never eat any of that ridiculous food that they have. You do Fried it, butter? You do no. it wrong. See, the way you got to do it is you go to the fair for foods that you're never going to get any other time of year. Yeah, I don't want to eat a Klondike bar. You don't want a Luther fried. burger? You do want to eat that. Okay. No, I don't. Eric, I swear to God, I don't. I I'm heard today you. I heard today that there's a waffle pizza. Yes. And I almost threw up in my mouth. I think oh, I've I, had I that, that, actually, yeah. Dude, I'm just telling you. I told you about my hat, like, the best day I ever had in my life, right? Standing on the pier. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Fried Twinkie. Yes. Tall boy Bud Light. Dude, yeah. that's what the fair is all about, is exactly. food like that. You're not okay. going to get it anywhere else. Eric, I, and, uh, fried Tweaky, I can deal with. But some of this other weird shit, I saw a Slim Fast fried <laughs> fucking cake. I swear, they had a Slim Fast booth at the Orange County and yeah. LA Fair last year. That's oh that's for God. irony's sake. Yeah. Oh, what, was the can fried? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still eat it. I'd try it. Yes, it was probably fried too. And there's a zoo. You go in there, it smells like shit because it's like an 85,000 pound. I think you need to chill on dogging on the fair, though. I don't, I'm not a fan of the fair, but I'm not going to go as far as you're going right now. You're going to have some people pretty upset. Dude. I love you. And it's expensive as shit. You need to walk it back, like 80 bucks. It is very expensive. I'll give Just you go that. Day it's one very expensive. But, That's right. but those giant yeah. smoked turkey legs are. Oh, they're pretty. Oh, yeah, that, that, those are cool. Like, like blooming onion. The barbecue mm. stuff is cool. Yeah, it's right there in front of you. You get like a like a fucking like a two foot hot dog, and that's out and that's in the parking lot. The only cool thing is that they do have like a beer garden, and they have like cover bands. And there was a Metallica cover band that was really good last time. I, I, I saw, I, I saw Pitbull at the fair, Mister International. Yeah, no, that's a lie. He was he was there while I was there. Oh, he's just there. Huh? <laughs> the fair uh, cleared the, the fuck out too. I was like, oh, great. he was just walking around the fair. No, 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 no. He was performing. Was he really? Yeah, he was performing. Yeah. This, this, this was in San Diego, though, so not here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a little different. Well, I'm glad you don't have, uh, well, you're marginal. Well, I still go in and talk to him. I have to do another visit, but my A1C is pretty good. Everything's all good. So. This story about you beating diabetes, man, I got to tell you, it's a little anticlimactic. I know, it is, right? isn't it? It's been, I was going to make a shirt the, and all that. Okay, well, let me go into a little more detail. What I was picturing is like you like fighting a donut. And, oh. you know, you're the best around. Uh, you know what? I was thinking that right now, like, Eric. We just had another foot. telepathic moment. Dude. We just had another moment. Yeah. Yeah. Me going in there and doing a Rocky montage and everything. Actually, the doctor <laughs> laughed when I sat in there. He looked and he's like, why am I ordering this up for you? Your doctor's wondering why you had a donut on your dick. And then he's like, do you really need to take an A1C? And he like <laughs> asked all these other questions. And then 
He's like, go ahead and take the test. We'll order up the lab for you. And then I got a call a couple days later, and they're like, yeah, they're, the guy that sent you to the ER was tripping. He's got some issues, but I do have cholesterol issues, though. Oh, that so, well, that's good. That. I'm glad about that. I need to fix you know, that. Is an easy that's fix, pretty though. prevalent, because yeah. yeah, my doctor's like, yeah, you should cut down on that. I was like, yeah. okay, I'll He's stop like, having eggs as chill, often. Yeah. Chill on the bacon and the yeah. whoa, whoa. fried and, foods. And so like, that's why the fried stuff. I was going to say, because that didn't make any sense with the diabetes. But Yeah, I know. You sounds like, doing, like Well, they were like, like just stay better. away from fatty and fried foods. And then, because I did a lipid test also, but I'm at that age anyways. I'm 40, so. Aaron and Eddie are like, what the fuck are we talking about here? This is, this is, this is part podcast. of the geekdom, bro. This is, for some reason, part of the geekdom. <laughs> Those dudes are way younger than us, man. They're like, ah, you old guys and your problems. Uh, not that, that far off. Well, so I gotta be- tell you, I was listening to your most recent episode, and when you couldn't cough up who the the lead singer of Poison was, I was like, uh, these are children. <laughs> oh, no. I have, we I got have another boo. We have two new boos over there. I'm right. going to guess that one. Don't guess. You should know it. That's Brett Michaels. Yes, isn't it? Brett Michaels. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah. you, you, <laughs> what was the name of that? <laughs> and the oh only my, reason I go, know that is because I would have to suffer road. through just, just the hairband just so I could watch Yo MTV rap. Man, you like the hairbands. I, I had like to you suffer like... through that and sit there, and then I'm like, all right, I you know like the hairbands. Just so I could see Fab Five Freddy. Well, let's get into this, guys. You guys ready? Course. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's do the introductions here. We are proud members of the Mega Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune in to podcasts like now this podcasting Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 287, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Randy and Jason, Tattooing Sons, and Around the Galaxy Star Wars Podcast. Also, our boy Johnny Grasso was on the Geek Dudes Podcast with Chris Fresh and Jonesy, and it was a great episode, so check that out. We didn't even thank Chris Fresh last time, last episode, for being on the prior episode. Thank you, Chris. You were awesome, and it was a delight to have you on the podcast. You can find us on social media on all the different platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Sith List, and we'll give out our Twitter stuff at the end. You have a website, thesithlist.net, and we have an email that you can send us information and questions, thesithlist at gmail.com. Check us out, and that's the shenanigans for the week. I have I have one thing to add. You look like you had one thing to add. You're just staring at me, like, yeah, really creepily because it fucking hit me. This past week, I was just on the uh, Canto Bite Dispatch. You Canto Bited it. I I Canto Bit. I Canto Bit. The sescapades yeah. of the Canto Bite. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Brittany's brother was on. Rusty was on. So Oops. there was there was no sescapades to be had. Thank how was God. it? How was the? Uh, that's great. It I was wanna... it was a great episode. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. We talked about welcome, welcome, welcome. How oh, that's going. Part and, three. Yeah, and how I've been railed as far as a character mm. and things like that with my flaws. You know, we talked about uh, D23 as well, what we were expecting great. and things like that. So it was a great episode. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, so check out the Counterpoint Dispatch. I talked to Mr. Rustin Brown today. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to come on our podcast. Ain't gonna so, happen. He doesn't want to come. Huh? Ain't gonna happen. Every time I ask him, he's like, he comes up with an excuse. I got a golfing. I got a golfing tea time at 2 p.m. Vietnamese does not want to come on like any podcast. Oh, he's yeah. like scared. Okay. Or what? I don't think he's scared. I think he's like so. Boo. Yes. Was it just you and Rusty? Like, did you guys totally hijack the show, or was Brittany there too? Um, there were portions where it's just well, like like for the welcome, welcome, welcome. It was Rusty and I. But for for most of the other part of it, I think it was it was Britney's show, yeah. Well, because here's the deal: Cause Emily was show. having trouble with Rusty's audio file, so she sends it to me, and it's like, "Is there anything you can do with this?" And so I'm listening to it, and I got to tell you, just from what little I could hear with the headphone leakage, but only hearing Rusty's side of everything, 
I cannot wait to hear this episode because <laughs> he talks about how on some dating app, oh yeah, he ends up connecting with, with an escort, and he doesn't understand what that's about right away. And <laughs> until he actually sees story, her, oh. until he sees her in person, she's like, "Where's the money, mofo?" Is that right? <laughs> you got to listen to find out. You got to be kidding. You got to listen to find out. Sizzle, everybody. Sizzle. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. What? Sizzle. Oh, yeah, That's quite a sizzle. On. Wow. How much did he pay? You have to listen to find out. Damn it. Oh, I think he broke Struthers. <laughs> he said, he said, hey, I'm Rusty fucking Brown. <laughs> you pay me. I don't fucking pay for You pay me. Wow. That's bitch, bitch better have my money. <laughs> wow. That's really good. That's really good. And his name was Jordan. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what was his name? <laughs> oh. Wow. This well, is he had really welcome, big welcome, name. welcome. Wow. Rusty. Well, I hope I hope he's listening. I hope you come on next week, Rusty. He's got to clarify. Oh my God. I'll have we'll have a field day with you. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about the wonderful world of the Bucketheads and how it all started. And Eddie and Aaron's fandom. I know they love the Star Wars, but let's see what else they are into. So, um, yeah. First of all, how did the Buckethead start, man? Honestly, I kind of just got inspired by all of you guys, like listening to you guys. Um, started off with Blue Harvest. I introduced Eddie to it. Then we moved over to uh, Sith List and then found out about Bad Motivators. Awesome. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. How cool is that? Now we're an inspiration. And then I want to say it was uh, <laughs> not too long after um, Are the we? Steel Wars uh, meetup in LA after um, Solo is when we started it. Not too oh. long after that. Were you at that? Steel I, Wars? Actually yeah, sat, we I actually sat right behind Boo. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's crazy. So that's the, the tickle I felt. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Was that's, it? That's a little weird. You're back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's really cool, and that's that's exactly how we started. We started because we were inspired by Rogue One. We were inspired by now this podcasting, Star Wars Underworld, Blue Harvest. That's exactly how we started. Potting it forward is the best part about this whole mm -hmm. community. So, fantastic, man. And before we get on to your fandom, where can people listen to you, and where can people find you on um, social media and all that stuff so they can check you out? And we'll have all this information on the show notes for everybody, too. You can find our podcast at the Bucketheads podcast. Uh, you can... Email us at bucketheadspodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at our bucketheadspod. Instagram, bucketheadspodcast. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me personally, I'm Mando Merck 311. Mando and, Merck. Um, Buckethead Eddie. That is great. Now, other than Star Wars, we know you love the wars. What's some of the other stuff you both are into? So for me, it's uh, right now MCU is really big. I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Cool. And then uh, Batman, that'd be kind of like the... the trifecta i guess of like that defines me that's like the three fandoms and you then, excited you excited about the matt reeves yeah no i'm, I'm excited for it um yeah. we're gonna talk a little bit about it a little bit later so cool that'd be that'd be fine i was really into like 90s cartoons so like animaniacs darkwing duck i don't know cool. just stuff like that animaniacs are coming back correct uh they're supposed to be um, i heard some news coming out of comic-con yeah well, didn't it come out of comic-con or something that they're coming back am i crazy I remember, like, I know they were redoing, uh, like, a book about it, like, comics or something like that. Oh, okay. I guess it's, I guess it's to test the waters to see if it would come back. But, oh, okay, gotcha. Because I thought Pinky and the Brain was actually going to come back first. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So, are you into DC as well? Game of Thrones, um, stuff like that, Walking Dead, any of that stuff? Yeah, I just, I got into Game of Thrones late, so I didn't have to wait a year. I had literally had to wait a month 
Oh, my, yeah, son I, of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Son of yeah, a bitch. Yeah, but it, it did leave a sour taste in my mouth. So Did it? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. a big fan of the finale. That's what you get for yeah. waiting a month. <laughs> That's right. You deserve that sour <laughs> taste because we had to wait a long fair. fucking time. It's true. That's, That's true. fair. All right, cool, man. Cool. Now we got your little fandom. I think it's time to get into this world of geekdom. Well, box office. <laughs> hobnobbing on Shaw. <laughs> Let's throw this is out. Look at it. Hobnobbing on Shaw. Hobnobbing on Shaw. Hobbs nobbing on Shaw? I mean, Hobbs is nobbing on Shaw. Uh, Yeah, the Fast and the Furious, whatever the hell this is, Hobbs and Shaw made $60 million. The Lion King, $38 million. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, $20 million. Boo, did you see Hobbs and Shaw yet? No, I, I still what? have to see. I know, I know. Holy shit, you know you have a girlfriend for sure now. You, <laughs> exactly. you didn't go to a Fast and Furious at midnight. <laughs> exactly. Holy I, crap. I said, I, I, I told her, we could go. She's like, yeah, we can. And, and, but I got, yeah, we really should. And I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, we, we, we don't have to. <laughs> Has anybody but. seen it? Uh, you guys, uh, Aaron and Eddie, did you see Hobnobbing on uh, show? Not yet. No, I'm see it Friday. Here's, uh, oh, you are, okay. Lion King first. Yeah, I saw the Lion King this weekend too. But well, Lion King is probably more realistic than that. <laughs> it, 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 oh, uh, yes, it, it totally is. is. It totally it is. is. Probably is. It totally dude. is more realistic. I heard there's a shit ton of cameos in Lion King. Yeah. No, no, no. In Hobbs, Nobbin on Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Lion King. Yeah. Shaw, Nobbin on Hobbs. Fucking Aladdin shows up. Rides fucking Simba. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you see the carpet in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Easter egg. The carpet's just fucking in the, the desert. They walk through is the it's, same. It's Agrabah. Yeah, Agrabah. Yeah. <laughs> you see the lions. It's the Disney verse. It's the Disney verse. <laughs> oh, no, they should. That'd be the shit. But I heard. Well, that's called Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, but I heard that there's a ton of cameos. I don't want to ruin it for the guys that are going, but there's some good ones. It's supposed to be really funny. I heard funny. it's pretty funny. It's supposed to be really funny and action-packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of now still don't want to see it. <sighs> I think it's time for a little Star Wars news. It's going to be good times. It's I good t- to have somebody else that knows something about Star Fuck Wars. Fuck off. <laughs> off. Hey, we've been doing this shit for fucking ten years. We've been busting our ass, okay? We have? You, you guys have damn years of you, coverage. If, I'm, I do nothing for this show. That's for damn sure. Man. That's <laughs> oh. why I was just telling Cruiser. He's like, yeah, the Sith list is great. I said, I am the worst part of that show. No, by you're far. not, dude. But uh, what is wrong with that? you? So yeah. you forgot about that. Boo? Yeah, I know, right? I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was about to say, let's be so, honest. I don't do a fucking thing. I just sit here, talk, and drink Boo, beer. Boo did come up with the name, and he did come up with. Actually, Boo was the first one to say, welcome, welcome, welcome. That's correct. Yeah, you stole. I my stole it from Boo. Yeah. I stole it from Boo. Wow. Yeah, man. A little inner turmoil on the show. Everybody. This is behind the music. Behind the podcast. Yeah, I've, been, I've been holding a grudge ever since. <laughs> Have you really? No. <laughs> Go ahead, Mister Shaw. This guide us through this galaxy full of bucket heads. Okay. Well, one of the things that Araj and I had talked about this week, hashtag Ben is related to an article at Inverse.com. And this just this just tells you where we're at with news right now is that people are dying to make news out of anything that's definitely not news. And this particular article is a prime example. Here's the big headline. A line from Star Wars, A New Hope may reveal kylo's fate in episode nine and they even kylo ren may be like his grandfather in more ways than one okay first of all let me just say this anybody (laughs) who thinks that there's probably not a strong likelihood of ben solo being redeemed by the end of 
the rise of Skywalker has not watched enough star Wars because that is like <laughs> yeah, the right. whole mission statement of the franchise. Okay. We just actually talked about this last week as it relates to stranger things mm-hmm. and how a character who comes through at the end is like all is forgiven. And now we're sad. He's dead, even though he was terrible right up until moments before that, because it wasn't his fault corrupted by something evil just like Ben. Well, anyway, here's here's their argument. Are you ready for this? <laughs> it is this. In A New Hope, we hear Aunt Baru, whose name they spelled wrong in this quote, <laughs> you can't keep him here forever. He has too much of his father in him. And Uncle Owen says, I know, that's what I'm afraid of. And then they go on to talk about how that parallels a conversation between Han and Leia in The Force Awakens, where uh, Han tells Leia that it's too late for Kylo because he's a lot like his grandfather. He says, there was nothing we could have done. There was too much of Vader in him. Oh, my gosh. Because based on all that, well, they're saying practically the same thing about Kylo Ren that they said about, uh, Luke. well, honestly, about Luke. Yeah, but they're just saying, okay, well, based on that, that just all points to the fact that he's going to be redeemed. That's the entire article. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can find dozens, if not hundreds or thousands more just like it by, by just Google Star Wars. It is, that's where we're at in the news cycle because there's nothing happening. What we need to have happen is for them to, I don't know, anything come out at D23. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe we can stop this madness, man, because this is, I mean, let's be real. Do any of us think that there's not at least a decent level of probability that Ben Solo will be redeemed by the end of Rise of Skywalker. Is anybody like, there's absolutely no way. I would I'm say just, like a slight 1%. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm totally fine with him being redeemed, and I, I expect it. So here's the question. I, I'm fine with him being, re- well, I'm not fine with him being redeemed, because I don't think he, this has gone on for a long time with debate on this podcast. I don't think you can redeem a guy that kills one of the most beloved characters ever in the history of film, but I don't mind if they do it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, I personally won't feel like he's redeemed in my heart, but I get why they would do it. So are you, are you guys pro be, him being redeemed by the end of this thing? Or are you guys on the fence on it? I'm pro for it. Like that's what star Wars is all about. So it wouldn't yeah. shock me if he does it. Okay. Yeah. It, it doesn't bother me really. So, um, I guess I'm not pro, but uh, I'm not like it wouldn't bother me. If yeah, he, that's where if, I'm at. You know, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm same with you. If it happens, it happens. I get it. If he's going to be redeemed, he has to die. In my opinion, that's the only way it's going to work. Absolutely. But I, Eric, I know you're uh, you disagree with this, correct? Well, not necessarily. I mean, let's talk about what re- what does redemption actually mean? That everybody comes around and says, man, what a good guy. Don't worry about all that. I know how things go. I got crazy too. stop taking my medication for a little too long. <laughs> but but it's not like that. I mean, think about Vader being redeemed at the end. Is or is everything forgiven? No. The, the whole point of that story is Luke's refusal to let go of his dad. That's really the whole thing. Thing. And the redemption comes when his faith in in his father manages to at least seemingly get rid of the emperor and have him recognize that he's his direction has been wrong the whole time. That's the best level of redemption you can hope for. The best level of the redemption you could hope for that would make it a, a happy ending is where somebody's love for Ben in the face of everything he's done causes him to take pause realize i've completely effed this whole thing up and i'll whatever i have to do 
to halt this progress in its tracks, probably involving his death. That's what I'm going to do. That's what redemption really means in this case. But I'm just saying, I don't want to see him as a blue force ghost at the end, smiling at Ray. And you know what I mean? I don't think he's at that level. Let me tell you why, because Vader never killed anybody significant to us up to this point. I know he killed Obi-Wan, but we weren't that invested in Obi-Wan when he killed him. It wasn't 30 years of a character that we love. It was an hour and a half watching the film. See, but yeah, at that point, it was redemption. In my eyes, in my eyes, after seeing, you know, the first three films, you know, in order, and then, you know, seeing his origins, I still say that he's an awful person. Does he go out a better person? It's like, it's like having a horrible father. Your father is an asshole, a monster. And then on his deathbed, he says, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I was a dick, and then dies. Do you feel better about it? Yes, but the guy is still a fucking monster. He killed younglings, thousands of people, <laughs> potentially, and things like that. So is it redemption? Are we going back no. to the youngling thing again? Of I mean, course. Of course. No, but so, so that's, that, that's what I think. I think it's not redemption. It's a ending on a good note. That's what I think. Making it, amends. Making amends. You know, I, you know, food wasn't that hot, but the dessert was bitching. But let me tell you, Anakin, that ice cream was but the shit. Half of Anakin's life, he was a good guy. Yeah, but, but then the better part of it, he's a fucking monster. Choking out dudes and killing uh, sand people and shit. Killing younglings. All right, whatever. The youngling thing <laughs> those, those thousands oh, of lives Oh, come on. He killed matter. children. You have a child. We're talking about Han Solo. <laughs> yes, that's right. We, don't, we, had no, we had no investment in those children. Wow. Those children were just... They're, they're annoying, first of all. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? What are we going what to do? What are we do? going to do? Fuck off. I wanted him to die, but the rest of them were fine. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not saying in the storyline. Obviously, in the storyline, it's awful that kids got fucking, like, fucking wrecked. I this get it. This is going to get cut out. I'm, Watch. I know it's not going to get cut out. I, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying as a viewer, I care about Han Solo, and you all do too, and you're lying if you say you don't, more than those fucking younglings. As a viewer. I, I, I care about As my, a fan of Star Wars. So you're saying that their arcs don't match. For us, yeah. it's the same thing as Infinity War. For you. For me. For you. I'm out, outside of the film watching them. I have more connection to Harrison Ford than I do fucking George Lucas's son that's annoying as shit. No, I, I agree. I care about Han Solo more. But if, if I had to weigh which one was worse in canon or even in hopefully, hopefully not, but in reality... The children oh, yes, one is yes, worse. Yes, yes, so, I, but but do I care about Han worse. Solo dying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. In canon, if I was in the film, yes, those those kids. That's awful. Yes, I get it. I'm not heartless. Nah. I get it. This is this is the whole the death of a million people is a statistic. The death of a single person is a tragedy. Sort yes. of thing. Yes. Uh, but well, but well. here's the deal, man. We're we'll talk about. Let's just talk about the story. It it doesn't matter whether. Ben's a hero or not. What honestly, and as crappy as this sounds, is that you're hoping that he feels like shit when he dies. Yes, you should. That, that's what you're hoping for. That's yes. But but unfortunately, through that pain comes some level of redemption where the redemption is only recognizing the error of his ways. Yeah. But I get but, that. But, but Raj, there's something I, I need to bring up. He killed younglings. Araj. Younglings. Go to the Jedi Temple. Do what must be done. Master Skywalker, what's going on? Uh, all of you line up, oldest to youngest. What for, sir? Um, a treat. I love you so much. I'm going to catch a treat on my first day. 
Um, uh, everyone just uh, uh, close your eyes real tight and put your fingers in your ears. No peeking. Mr. Skywalker, can my treat just be a hug? I get it. I get it. But Eric, I will ask you this question again. Okay. Did you buy any younglings toys when you were a fucking kid? <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. No, you fucking, you, you, those younglings were more important to you than Han Solo was in, in episode seven. I won't even say. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, Swords Bandine, that kid. <laughs> Swords Bandine. So wow. Pulls out a name. <laughs> what, what do our, our I mean, Han Solo think? was great and all, you know, helping Luke blow up the first Death Star and being like the father I wish I would have had. I mean, that's all fine, but dude. <laughs> That kid that's like that tells that has to tell Obi Wan that the whole reason that you can't find this planet on this star map is because somebody's erased it from the archives. Dude, that kid, like he touched me right here. I hope he went I'm first. Pointing to my heart. I hope that fucking smartass went first. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not. You know, for younglings dying. I'm just saying. You don't like younglings? It's fucking Han Solo. I'm just saying, if it was a between a million count. kids and one Han Solo, <laughs> sorry, kids. It was like 12 <laughs> kids. It wasn't a million. The day they, they show Ben killing younglings at Luke's uh, schools, the day that Raj gets... Re- <laughs> 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 he would be redeemed, dude, if he did that shit. Let me tell you. If I see Ben like going, hey, Hacking I'm going to hack some children. Hey, you're good now. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm not a monster. He- I'm just saying. He took, as, out that, he took out Lord Santeca, the old man, the frail old man. The frail old man was talking Defenseless. shit. Dude. He, he was, had a chance. He, he was, was talking he shit. He was talking shit. Look how old you've become. You're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. Anything else? You like popsicles? Yes. It must be my birthday. You still want to kill me? Oh, we got a fighter. Uh oh. What is he gonna do? He's gotta he's gonna have to put him down. He like looked at him in the eye and started talking shit. I know who you are, you little bitch. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what he said. Dude, I, I'm gonna stop you right there. The very first words they exchanged were, Look how old you've become. What's the old guy supposed to do? Because I'll tell you what, there's been a shitload of people saying that to me lately, and I have had it up to here with it. <laughs> he's gonna start hacking some people up. Yeah. Well, Kylo's, Look how Kylo old you've become. Truth. Yeah, I got mirrors at my house. Okay. I got eyes. They work. Uh, as well, so- because I'm old. <laughs> I don't need them anymore. <laughs> God damn. I was just at the optometrist today, and they're like, have you thought about bifocals? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> For my grandma. <laughs> bifocals. That, that would be bad. Well, you know, I'm glad we talked about this bullshit article, because we had a nice little conversation. It was, here about yeah, this. we made a shitty article really fun. See? That That's why good. I do it. I know this. these kind of articles piss you off, Eric. That's why I sent them to you. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. They do. They make me ins- they he make hates him. He hates him. So, hey, hey, on a positive note, in all seriousness, all right, yeah, these yeah. guys right here tip me off to this book that it's on StarWars.com, and it's Luke Skywalker is your guide in new book, The Secrets of the Jedi. Nice. You guys got the inside track on this? Tell us about it. Pretty much what it said uh, is the author is writing in the perspective perspective of luke skywalker and he's pretty much writing down um assuming it's like a a journal of some sorts and he's writing down all the information he's learned over the years i'm assuming after return of the jedi and it goes from it looks like the old republic all the way up until present day star wars oh shit so it's Um, it's the perspective of luke yeah that's cool 
So let's see. It says here, it's, a, it's always a great pleasure to get a return to the galaxy far, far away for another project. Uh, having another chance to explore the path of the fabled Jedi Order through Luke's eyes was an honor like none I've ever had before. And that's the author said that? Oh, his last name's Sumerick. Mark Sumerick. Yes, Mark Sumerick. Okay, cool. Mark Sumerick. Well, cool. A new book and hopefully a new audio book that comes with it. Because yeah, yeah, who, who reads anymore? A, a, yeah, lock, okay. a line in here that is uh, actually... Because I'm on Twitter, Luke already posted. Luke Cruiser posted it already, um, and it says it's a line from like the book. Uh, it's just Luke talking. So it says that knowledge was then passed down to a select few, including Obi Wan, Yoda, and my father. Their spirits scattered me for many years, but I vanished when I shut myself off from the Force. It's a relief to feel their presence again after all this time. So that wow. makes me hopeful for like. So you're saying the, Luke Cruiser said that? He, t- he tweeted it. I'm just so kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. That sounds pretty fucking cool, man. I'm now, down. If this, was a, if this is an audio book, don't, don't listen to it. Read the damn thing. Because it's all about the pictures, man. That's like half the point of it. Yeah. If you want to listen, if you're going to listen to an audio book of it, do it as a read along and get this thing and look at it because the illustrations that you see in it just from the, the three preview spread pages are really cool. Oh, are they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I posted right uh, and tagged Haas in it because uh, you got Mr. Uh, Kitty Cockhead right front and center. Ooh, Kitty Cockhead. Araj, tell us about the Galaxy's Edge strategy and the, how it failed Disney yeah. and their, their money machine. Yeah, Bob Iger, I guess they had their quarterly you know, meeting or board shareholders meeting and they their stock dropped pretty badly. Uh, I think 4%. Or oh, I was, wait, what? Yeah, their stock dropped, even though they're making zillions of dollars. Uh, okay. But the, that, that one is of the a reason, sizable percentage. Well, one of the reasons, two of the reasons, one is Galaxy's Edge, and it's not doing as well as they thought, and not because it sucks or anything, nope. it's because of their strategy. I'll get to that in a second. Secondly is they underestimated how much, how bad the Fox films have made over the last- $170 million in the hole. Yeah, $170 million is, that's what they have in the bank. Yeah. Like, like, that's how much- that's how much they have to mm-hmm. make movies. Mm-hmm. So they have to fix that whole thing up. That was just a mess. But the Disney strategy... They, didn't, Gal- they didn't know that before. It oh. Doesn't every, everything have to be disclosed before you, would you make think, a deal? You would think they this didn't is, This before. is not their first right. merger. You know, thing kind of... Uh, whatever. I, I'm just saying. So their, their strategy for Galaxy's Edge kind of like backfired on them. Around here in Southern California, and Aaron uh, and Eddie can vouch for this, usually when Disney has something opening, they have shit everywhere. I mean, every billboard yeah. around. And there wasn't that many billboards for Galaxy's no, Edge. One or two much. here and there. There wasn't that many commercials. There were, there were, there were some, but not that many. Um, and they, their season ticket, the season pass holders were discouraged from going. They blocked, they blocked this off for a whole two and a half months. I can't go till September. So none of the season pass holders were going unless you had the super uber $2,000 one or whatever it is. Hmm. Or you do other things. Yeah. You, you, you get a hotel reservation, something like that, which is still extraordinarily expensive. Exactly. And that was another thing. And the hotel rooms around Disneyland, just their prices skyrocketed. So all of this stuff. So there's there's some highlights here. So Disney's active, actively discouraged people from visiting the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area and Disneyland. And so that the um, attendance, domestic park attendance down 3%. From when they op- from before they opened it to when they opened it, they thought there was going to be a crazy hike. Obviously, so what had happened is they um, scared the shit out of people. They scared the shit out of people so much so that people didn't want to go. And the rumor is, I haven't been to Disneyland because I've been blocked off since I've been to Galaxy's Edge. 
that Disneyland Park itself is a ghost town because people are afraid to go to Disneyland thinking it's all the shit's packed. Was it Brittany went this past week, Wednesday and or no, she was there Tuesday, went on Wednesday. She said it was empty. It was dead. Right. And before Galaxy's Edge, it was insane. Mm -hmm. You know how it was. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You couldn't move around there on a Wednesday night. Sardine can. Yeah. So very interesting how it kind of backfired, but they're expecting it to go crazy starting in September because all the annual pass holders are back. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where that is. And the second Galaxy's Edge is opening up in the Walt Disney World. Um, If it's not open now. Oh, it is open now, I believe. It is open now. Yeah. It is open now. So I wonder how that's going to do. So that's their uh, strategy. So it's not because people didn't like it. Everybody that's gone absolutely loves it. Just people haven't gone because of the price and because of being scared. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Uh, Aaron, Eddie, have you guys been yet? Uh, I've been trying to take Aaron, but he keeps uh, lagging on me. But yeah, I've been. Uh, all the stuff is like sold out, though. If you want to like buy stuff, gone, most yeah. of it's sold out. Is there? Is that right? Mm-hmm. See, I haven't gone since reservation time, and all that shit was there, but it's all gone now. All gone. What is it? Brittany, Rusty, and I—we went. I think three days before the reservations were over. Fucking everything was gone. Wow. Everything was gone. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Ironically, I still haven't been in the cantina because when I've tried gone, that's the only thing that fills up really fast, that virtual queue for it. So Instantly. Yeah. Gotten people, to want, people want to drink alcohol, man. I just want to see DJ Rex. <laughs> yeah. DJ Rex is cool. He's awesome. <laughs> DJ Rex is cool. Yeah. That is a cool thing. But yeah, so that was it, Eric. So they, they backfired on Bobby Eggs. Yeah. I would say the only reason I would say that, though, is because as far as Disneyland compared to Disney World, Disneyland is really annual pass holder eccentric. So when you cut off the annual pass holders, that's like their bread and butter. Yeah. So they did that and that's what shot them. Like that's basically if they hadn't done that, it would have been as packed as everyone was predicting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would have been there every other day mm-hmm. if I was allowed to. Mm-hmm. Starting September, I'm going to be there every <laughs> other day. Mm-hmm. You know, because I see Jason Ward. I assume he's like getting mail there at this point because <laughs> yeah. like he's there all the time. Yeah. But Jason has the better pass. That's why. He has, see, people in Southern California usually get the Southern California Select or the one above it where they're paying. There's tier levels There's to tier the passes. Levels. Yeah. Jason he, has a really good one. He also lives inside the, uh, what is it, Kylo Ren ship right there. Yeah, he's, that's, he takes home Yeah, there, he lives yeah. in there, yeah. That in a small world sometimes. Oh. Mm. Sorry, that's, Jay. That's his alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so that's the, that's the deal, man. That's the deal with the Galaxy's Edge. People don't freak out. They're not going to close it down. It's going to get crowded. It's going to be nuts, especially when the new ride comes out. And then they'll, they'll bust out another ride. With or, or don't go, people, because we'll go. You don't have to go. <laughs> yeah. We'll go. Be scared. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after Eddie told me that it's still a ghost town, I kind of regret not going yet because yeah. I'm really not a fan of crowds. Right. And I still don't want to go now because heat and crowds bother me. Oh, but God, heat's yeah. the worst. Yeah. It's hot as but, I got lucky uh, when we went. It was from 8 to 12, 8, 8 p.m. to 12 oh, a.m. So it was perfect. Place was empty. Oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, I mean, I'll get there eventually. If I don't make it by celebration, I'm going celebration for sure. Oh, cool. Well, and that'll be, be a boost too when it's hot as hell. When celebration oh, comes yeah. along, that's going to be a major, major boost. I'll so. just wait till September. Wait, just wait till. As long as people stop fighting in the middle of the damn park, then people oh, will start. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was in Toontown, though. That was in Toontown. Yeah. I was telling Eddie it would be cool if they did for celebration is um, for my high school where. Um, our grad night was at Disneyland. So we were at Disneyland from 10 PM till four in the morning. I thought that would be cool if they did something like that for the celebration people and just have all star Wars fans. That's exactly what I said, Aaron. It's exactly what I said. I think they're going to do. 
do a late night only for celebration people to give them the option to pay. Obviously, they're not going to let us go for free, but pay that little re- that spot so we can get a reservation so we can all be together. So time for a new segment. On 4th of July, Mr. Steele Saunders graced us with his presence at our household, and he came up with this amazing new segment called... Nah, boo. Nah, boo. So what boo's going to do, he's going to give us three facts from the Phantom Menace. And we have to pick the one that is nah, boo. So let's do this. Go ahead, boo. All right. All right, guys. And and let's work as a team, guys. Eric and Eddie, you're in this. Exactly. So so what's going to happen is, is what? Two of those facts are correct. Two of those facts are correct. One is false. Yes. So we have to pick the one that's nah, boo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is fact number one. After the film's end credits finish rolling, the sound effect of Darth Vader's breathing can be heard. That's number one. Mm. Number two, when fully dressed up and in makeup, uh, Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley resemble each other so much that even uh, Knightley's mother, uh, who visited the set, had trouble identifying her own daughter. That's number two. And number three, there is only one shot in the film which uh, has no visual effects. The shot of Qui-Gon placing his hand on Shmi's shoulder. Wow. Those are good ones. All right, guys, let's let's huddle up here. Um, Eric, I'm going to go with you as the uh, this senior member of this, of this group. Wow. It's, hey, you took a shot at me, you son of a bee. Okay. <laughs> okay. I believe, I'm going to give you what my opinion is. The Keira Knightley one, 100%. True. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. That happened. Yeah. Is is that a consensus? Yeah, that, that one. That's a consensus. Yeah. Eric? Yes. Okay. No, I'll, I'll tell okay. you. I'll tell you at the end. Um, Eric, you 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 give your one that you think is true out of the other two. Um. Okay. I think. I think the Darth Vader thing is true. The Darth Vader thing breathing. Eric and Eddie, what do you and, think about this? Aaron and Eddie. Aaron and I'm Eddie. Sorry. sorry, Aaron. Aaron. Fuck. Um, I don't know what. Would, I don't know if it was. That's on the the DVD. I've never heard it. If that was after the actual screening, Ooh, okay, I couldn't tell you. Okay. okay. <laughs> mm. I remember yeah. something like that. Uh, not visually seeing it, but hearing about. If you wait till the end, you'll hear Vader's breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I feel like that's also true. Okay. So we're saying. Les, what do you, you, are you going to jump on this? And you believe that that one is true? I, I, I definitely agree with the Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman thing. Okay. Uh, oh, the, the Vader? I've heard it somewhere. I've heard it somewhere, too. I don't think we've too. ever heard it in person. The screening, mm-hmm. but I've heard about it. I think I've seen it on like IMDb trivia also. like If you listen to the end credits, you can hear the breath, like the Vader mm-hmm. breathing. Okay, okay. Uh, but are we really going to say that well, the, the, the hand let, thing is the, let me throw is this CGI. Out Eric, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, let I me throw this no out CGI. there. Okay, but so the the claim was is that the only the only shot Without in the entire effects. film with no visual effects was Qui Gon placing his hand on Shmi's shoulder. I find that difficult to believe, mm-hmm. especially after seeing like uh, Doug Chang's panel on like designing Episode One because. It, some of the stuff that I had just assumed was CGI was all models. 
Now, does that count as a visual effect, a model? Yeah, it would count as a digital effect. But what is, is that? Is is that what is that where we're drawing the line at? But anyway, I I I feel like there's so many like banal moments in a movie that you you wouldn't. There's nothing you needed to enhance. But think about so the, I, I think, think about the background. The think Eric, moment. Eric, think about the background on every scene. There's got to be green screens on every single scene. Almost blue screen, right? Blue screen, green screen. Yeah. We all scream for green screen. Except for, you're right, except for maybe that moment because he's inside. What do you think? What do you got? You make the final decision. The mm. the one, the 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 Qui-Gon and Shmi thing is. Okay, the, is so on three, we're going to say Qui-Gon and, okay, on three, we're going to say Naboo, all of us, right? Mm-hmm. On three, we're going to vote on the Qui-Gon scene. On three is one, two, three. Naboo. <laughs> You guys are 100% wrong. Oh, no. No, I'm fucking with you. You guys are right. You guys are 100% right. So that we got it right. Yes. Good yes. job, guys. Uh, that actual scene, but Struthers, there is only one scene that has no visual effects. It doesn't go into detail what that means in particular, but it's uh, uh, there's only one shot in the film to which no visual, visual effects were added at all. The shot of the uh, something gas pouring out of the vent in the meeting room. Oh, that's the, the 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 opening shot when they put on their their masks, yeah. and, and then you see the not C three PO, but the same kind of droid walking there's, out. There's no no visual effects. Wow. Okay. No, they just hold their breath. They don't put on masks. Oh, whatever. Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Get the life nerd. All right. Good. Good call. <laughs> so that was our new segment called Nah Boo. Good job, guys. You guys yeah. are actually legit Star Wars fans. Thanks, Steel Saunders. We'll do this from time to time. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, so, yeah, there's your Star Wars news for... I mean, there's not a lot, obviously. We had to reach and talk about Bendemption 2020. But there's not a lot of stuff to talk about. Hopefully, after D23, like Eric said, there's all kinds of shit. And there's going to be Mandalorian stuff. I'm hoping there's going to be some Episode Nine stuff. I think we're going to see some new Episode Nine stills or footage or behind-the-scenes stuff. That's what I'm praying for. And I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that. Well, let's get into some pop culture stuff but before that let's do reboots and remakes by the way merry christmas in august you filthy animals a disney remake of home alone is on its way but before you freak out it's not going to be a movie in a conference call with investors the same one that bob Iker said that their business is failing a reimagining of the 1990 christmas classic film home alone it's coming to its long-awaited streaming service disney plus along with night of the museum and cheaper by the dozen and diary of a wimpy kid they're doing shows and like a series yeah it looks like it so those are all getting remade they're all getting rebooted and remade and reimagined and reimagined that's just another word for we're rebooting i I could see night at the museum being being stretched into a series and being episodic you know and there's like eight episodes and each night it's a different museum or just each each night a different thing happens at a different exhibit Instead of it being like one massive movie, I could see that happening. Maybe Diary of a Wimpy Kid would actually be pretty cool. But yeah, that one would work. How many times are they going to leave the person home alone? For Fuck! This? They made how many movies did they make? Yeah, but there, it's one night. This is a series. Like no, it was, it, it was multiple nights when he was left alone. They were in France. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, and in, and then the season, the season finale could be the night where he finally kicks the crap out of the robbers or whatever. yeah yeah him so he could have build up. going to school it's maybe build up to the fun house maybe it's different kids you know people mistreating their children things yeah, like that could be yeah. and then Not child sure protective services should jump in and take those kids right at exactly some point. yeah that's the season finale. that would be the season finale yeah. that's dark 
Not we, sure if I'm ready to see uh, Macaulay Culkin home alone at night at 30 years old. <laughs> Could you imagine Aww. the reimagining is him being left alone now at his age? His oh, weird assness. Oh my god! Well, wait until he's old and gray and he starts walking around with the snow shovel. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Why, and then it goes around to saving kids because he's like, "I was you." I mean, Nick, you start wearing a trench know, coat no, now no. and the snow boots now and yeah. looking creepy as hell. Maybe this is gets- a remake, or not a sequel to Leaving Neverland. Oh, when he was with Michael Jackson. No, <laughs> no, okay, dude. I'm just it. saying. Finding Neverland. What if no, Leaving Neverland? It's a reimagining where he's Uh-oh. the same character that he was in The Good Son, and oh. so now you're cheering for the robbers. Yeah, you have to because he's kidnapped him this time, and he's just playing around with him. He's playing jigsaw games with him. Yeah, I was about to say saw. This saw. Yeah. Maybe like, this is a I, reboot I of My Girl, and he really doesn't die at the end with those beam stings, and he comes back Wait, all just dies? scarred up. And My Girl, he dies. Yeah, yeah. spoilers for everybody who Damn, hasn't seen My man, Girl. I haven't finished that. No, I'm That's just kidding. Dude. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I actually saw it the other day. He comes back scarred up. He just comes back scarred up. <laughs> or no, he comes back as a bee, like in The Fly. Ah, you know, sort of the fly. It's the bee. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. The flight of the bumblebee in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Squash me. Does he drop <laughs> honey bombs on people? Yeah. Exactly. Bitch, I'll fucking stab you. Oh, wow. We went off on a Macaulay Culkin <laughs> tangent right now. Uh, okay. So right now you have to edit in the uh, um, the Family Guy. Wasn't it Family Guy where the cutaway where the bee is gonna he's where he's wanting to suck on all the pollen. Beautiful country, isn't it, Chris? God, it is peaceful. No question, Dad. Just be careful, because I got a lot of big old wilderness bugs out here. Oh, hey. Y'all best be careful or I'm going to sting you with my stinger. Oh, no. But then that's going to die if I sting you. You know what? I'm not going to sting y'all after all. And that's my choice. Y'all ain't worth it. I'm just going to head on over to that flower and suck on that stamen like there's no tomorrow. I'm going to suck on that stamen over there. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to leave you saying that. Yeah, I think that's 10 times better. Don't do that to him. (laughs) Key question. How old were you guys when you guys were first left alone? Home alone. First home alone. How old were you guys? So you're asking how old my um, dirty sock was? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh. First time you were home alone, your parents are gone. Nobody else is in the house but you. Go. Who wants to go first? You should go first. I was 10. I was four. You Fuck were I'm just four. Fucking four. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like no, I was probably like 11 or 12. I was Ooh. 18. Give or take the same as Raj. Yeah. Okay. Like how long of a period of time are we talking? Ooh. Are you talking like overnight, two, three hours? Like, yeah. Let's say, yeah, let's say your parents wanted to go out and just exactly let's have say, a date night. Yeah, let's say parents you had a party or had a date night, but they were gone for okay. For me, over, it was over four to five hours. I've already left Malik by himself. Yeah, well, he, he he's got to <laughs> learn. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I was, uh, I think, I was ten the first time. Nice, and I got my ass whooped. You watched Skinamax, that's why. No, I was left with my friend, and my dad was like, "Do not leave until we come back. Don't do anything. Stay here." It was it was a, the worst situation he could leave us in because we were moving in the house that we were moving into didn't have lights only had water and he just was like stay here we'll be back 
and it was like a yeah, good fucking four, lights. It was like a good four or five hours. It got dark as hell. <laughs> My friend was like, "Bro, the we story, need to, this story's getting dark. We need to leave." Yeah. And we started walking and to the him. old house that we were at. And my dad and and everybody drove past us, and we oh. turned around and high tailed the shit back. Dude. Oh shit! Like it was Ferris Bueller. Oh, it was bad. Do, 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 do. I was like, wah, "Why would wah. you leave us? Like, yeah. why would you leave us this damn long? No lights, no nothing. It was uh, it was an experience, man. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to build a fire, shit. like Billy Joel said. He didn't start it. Yep. <laughs> no. Okay, we get Eric just shook his head. Did we get everybody? I was probably eight, maybe eight or nine. eight years old, somewhere in there. Okay. Well, this was this whole thing started off because we're doing reboots and remakes, and I think we have an on the throne with King Tom that has to do with reboots. Mm. I haven't heard it. Oh, let's do on the throne with King Tom. Gentlemen, the king. Hey there, Sith listeners and Sith listeners. A few months ago, we talked about an event going on this summer involving the X-Men comic series. Marvel is doing this whole relaunch, reboot, rebrand using renowned comic writer Jonathan Hickman, and they're doing two alternating miniseries, House of X and Powers of X. And then after 12 weeks, when these issues have run their course, they're they're going to relaunch a whole new line of X-Books, and the series is giving a new look on the history of the X-Men. It's involving new characters. And we're about three weeks in, and I have to say it's it's very captivating. I haven't seen one person complain or say they don't like it. It's really getting me to think about the X-Men and, and comic books in a different way, and it's pretty cool. And so, you know, earlier this week, I was thinking about what to talk to you guys about. So I was thinking reboots. And then wouldn't you know it, Bobby Iger is giving a Disney investor call yesterday, and he said that they are planning to reboot a number of movie franchises that they have the rights to. <laughs> Night at the Museum and Home Alone were the two that stood out to me. But thinking about this it kind of raised a few questions in my head. Even it, it, the original Home Alone was great, especially back then. But even as a, I think I was like 11 or 12 when it came out, even back then, I felt it was a little far-fetched that this kid had no way to contact or be contacted by his parents for that long a period of time. And I got to thinking that I don't know how the hell you would do something like that today because every single device is connected to the internet. It's a lot easier to get a hold of each other. Everyone has a phone. So I don't know how you could tell a whole story where a kid's family leaves town without him and the kid has no way to get in touch with his family. It would be interesting to see how they try and approach that. But that also got me thinking about possible reboots. And I wanted to see what you guys thought. If there were any anything that you wanted to have rebooted or to see redone in today's time, but where today's technology would be a problem. And I'm not talking about something set in a specific time period like the 1970s or the Old West. I'm thinking about a movie like Home Alone or a show like Different Strokes or The Facts of Life. And by the way, fellas, in The Facts of Life, Tootie was supposed to be like way younger than everyone else. I think when the show started, she was like 11 or 12. And if you ask me the big Facts of Life question, I think I would pick Mrs. Stickle. But back to my question. Are there any franchises or concepts out there that you would like to see rebooted but would have a problem if it was based in today with today's technology and everything? Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks, King Tom. And by, by the way, Les is like freaking out over here. Like, I, he's, first of all, King Tom vindicated me because Tootie was never supposed to be considered something in that way. Okay, let, Eric, <laughs> do we need to explain this to him again? What? We were younger than Tootie was, uh, so exactly. there was no problem for us 
to think that Tootie was a hottie. I had more of a thing for Mallory from Family Ties. Talking about Family Ties, Tootie never I ever wanted registered. To bang Chrissy from Tootie, fucking Three's Company, but Tootie we're not talking about fucking Three's never Company. Never registered, dude. Even at our age, she never registered. That's all I'm saying, dude. She never ever came across. That's it. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why you would. I okay. <laughs> you know what? I would want to be rebooted. I would like to see. It's not a show. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. But in today's tech, oh, they already fucking did it. What is it? I was going to say War Games, but they already did War Games, didn't they? With that, didn't they do War Games with that Jabron? They did do they something do, like they that. Did yes, War they games. did. I don't know if it was. Ah, uh, it's lame too. It did lame. it ever come out? Because I don't. I can't I don't, recall anybody. Didn't they do War Games either. with that guy that used to do Apple commercials? I hope not. <sighs> but but that would be a good if they wanted to do it again full bore. I think War Games would be awesome right now. It'd be a little. It'd be a little scary. It'd be kind of real. But uh, yeah. Hmm. It's probably a matter of time. It's only fresh in my mind because of Stranger Things, but never-ending story. Oh, do we really want that, though? Because that was so perfect. I mean, I'm just curious to see how they would do it for a newer generation. But, yeah. like, so not, I'm curious like an actual scared book, It's an audio book. It's an audio book. It's an audio book. Audio book. Because the other thing that I, like, I, I don't know if I ever want it to be remade is, because I really like that original one, is Goonies, but I don't think I want them to remake that one. Yeah, I also I read this week that they had a script for Goonies 2, but they never greenlit it. How about you, Eric? Anything that come, pops in your head? Honestly, no, man. I Anything that I think of that I was really drawn to, I, I wouldn't want to see it get redone. Uh, now, I did see in a semi-related tangent is that Battle of the Planets is being made into what is it a live action series or a movie i didn't hear that yeah dude you you know the show i'm talking about yes. the cartoon yes 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 that everybody seemed to think uh was, was called g-force battle of the planet g-force princess tiny he up mark jason and watching over them from center neptune their computerized coordinator, Seven Zark Seven. Watching, warning against surprise attacks by alien galaxies beyond space. That other planet is very like Voltron y, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Aha, here we go. Uh, this was the Russos producing, oh, possibly shit. directing Battle of the Planets. Oh, dude. Wow. That's <laughs> that was the dopest cartoon, man. And what's funny is, uh, people don't realize it, that was um, a Japanese cartoon that was like repurposed. And they redid some of the storylines and dialogue from it that they didn't think would really work out in America. For example, the, the, like the bad guy, uh, Zoltar, he, hmm. was, he was a hermaphrodite. In the That's original right. Japanese series, yes. and and dude, it is it was a cool show, man. It's really cool. Was and that was really? back in the good old days when you could call the fat kid tiny, ironically, yes. and people would be up in <laughs> arms right. about it. Yeah, that's funny. Can't do that anymore. But uh, yeah, man, that is that is pretty cool. Nobody, anybody, I got one. Us up the eighteen. They did. They they did the eighteen. Not they did the movie, movie but as a series. I'd watch that with oh, all the technology. I, I, okay, people are probably gonna go. That show's called Leverage, but um, ultimately, actually do the eighteen <laughs> with like 
with you know actual veterans you know the uh, actual soldiers that fought in a war and now they're still the same squad together and yeah they just got to take care of all the business dude hmm. yeah. and with it on the streaming service they could actually up the ante mm-hmm. as far as like mm-hmm. what they can get away with now interesting they could dive into some shit with like ptsd and things like that their oh, families yeah. and all yeah. that make it a really real show yeah. they could actually kill a single person yeah. There you go. Exactly. Just speaking of a streaming service, this is a great segue. Less yeah. the boys. Oh yeah. I watched every episode of this show. Oh, you're able to get on it. Yeah, I have Amazon Prime. Okay. Now the boys is and a ton of time. And a ton of time. That's right. I have a ton of time right now. I'm off for so you have bonding. Some prime so time. Prime time. And let me tell you, this show is fucking rad. Mm-hmm. It is everything that you would want a superhero adult series to be. And we have a trailer for this thing. The greatest superhero team the world's ever seen. The Seven. Is there anything I can help you with? I'm not going to piss you about, Chewie. I heard what happened to Robin. You ain't alone, son. Soups lose mm. hundreds of people each year mm. to collateral oh. damage. I can't stop. I can't stop. Robin! <laughs> <laughs> That's me and the boys are coming. Spank the bastards when they get out of line. That girl's awesome. Can you control her, please? You need to unclench your asshole. Why don't you two carrying on like a bunch of fucking twins? You got a fucking job to do. I'm the world's greatest superhero. I can do whatever the fuck I want. We're on the verge of nailing these wankers. I'm done. What Johnny Grasso? What's Sporty Spice up to? Who? Sporty fucking Spice. What's she up to? I actually love his metaphor for this. Yeah, it's, it's great. Not even page six of the Daily Mail. You see, when they're apart, they're absolute fucking rubbish. But you put them together, they're the goddamn fucking Spice Girls. The point is, we need each other. We're fucking in the woman. Oh, that right there was. <laughs> that was the funniest shit, too. Yes. And they used the Spice Girls song. Uh... I can't do this. You just pulled the fucking trigger! <laughs> Earth's most mighty motherfucker! Please, 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 no, please! Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. Oh my god, I have to see that. Oh, Eric, I'm telling you, Eric, you'll you love it. It's really good. It. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I don't like a lot of cursing or anything, but. <laughs> oh, it, they held back there, by the way. They must use the C word oh, a million times yeah. on this. He, Carl Urban's character. Oh, he's yeah. so good, isn't he? Butcher is just bad. News. Yeah, so let's yeah. talk about this. I got to watch all of it. Aaron, you got to see it? Or Eddie, you got to see it? I saw it. I don't okay. think Aaron has. And, no. and then Les has your one. I have one episode left. I'll probably see it tonight or tomorrow night. Okay, so let's do a non-spoilery version of this. Oh, if we can. Um, it <laughs> is, like I said, it's everything you would want. If, you're, if you think... 
just think of this. Think of the Avengers. Think of them as still making movies and still being that popular, but being real. But in but then behind the curtains, they're all a bunch of assholes, like the biggest assholes you could possibly imagine. And that's what you get to see. So, and they're evil. Or, or liken it to your sports stars, like some of your favorite celebrities, mm-hmm. and how you go to. Everybody has a story how they go to meet someone that they idolize, and then it's like, "Can I have an autograph or a picture?" And they're like, "No, nah, don't do that, kid." Yeah, you know what I mean, and like blow you off and all that shit. That's how it kind of is. Like they, they're jaded. They've been at it for so long, or they've been in power for so long that they could care less. The collateral damage is nothing. And then it also says, it also shows that, uh, what is it? This should be big business. You know what I mean? Be right. making money in the market and all that other stuff. It's, it, it looks at so many different things. And then it also looks at, you know, relevant things like the Me Too, st- Me Too movement. And, you know, uh, yeah, it really does. It has, it has, yeah, it's, it's really good. Ooh, I it's mean, written really well. The budget is tremendous. I mean, I, they spent a lot of money on this thing. Yeah. And it hits on all levels, and it's definitely not for anybody under the age of eighteen because yeah, it's sure. pretty hardcore, I mean, yeah. really hardcore. And I think they are. This is going to become huge. I have a feeling. I'm, I'm going to yeah, say season two is already filming too. Is it yeah. really? Yeah, they have, yeah the, 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 the reception is so that I'm going to say this after watching the first few episodes and knowing how much they put into this uh, Amazon. I'm really excited for Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, it's like was, twenty million was, an episode. Haven't Go ahead. seen what it were you yet. But say? I was thinking the same thing. Less uh, just by the trailer, I can't wait to I see what like, they do with Lord of the Rings. Oh, man. I'm like, dude, the amount, the production level in this is ridiculous. It really and is. They're really about is. to do this thing, and so. the music is great. By the way, the music yes. is really cool. Acting is great. Everybody's funny. It's it's got you said it's got a message yeah. behind all the funny and nasty and the violence. This shout out to uh, Fernando Alba who was yeah. like, "Yes, you need to watch this show, man." He was willing to help me get get into it. So yeah, very shout cool. out to Fernando Jedi. And this was a graphic novel, by the way. This was a comic book. Yes, written by Garth Ennis, who wrote uh, Preacher, if I'm not mistaken. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. And this is perfect for a streaming network, not television not cw not fx oh no there's this no is way. There's, there's, no there's, way. there's no way there's no way it's really good eric you, even you get a chance man you have to check it out yeah i definitely want to see it man i'm trying to figure out how if i i got a gig saturday night but if i get home from work on friday and stay up all night maybe i could do it before i leave for my gig the next day <laughs> you have uh, amazon do, prime I'm doing the math oh you have amazon prime I do, sir. I do. Oh, wow. That's huge. Okay. But see, this has me wondering what HBO is going to do with Watchmen. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Wow. If it's anywhere uh, near this, it's great. I I love it because it's original. It's nothing like we've ever seen. uh, Yeah, of course. And and that's the beauty of it. And the chick from Karate Kid's in it. That's right, dude. (laughs) Elizabeth Shue is in it. Elizabeth Shue is one of the main characters, Eric. Eric. Elizabeth Shue is in it, and she... Elizabeth Shue. She is like a MILF Elizabeth Shue. It's great. It's it is great. great. It is great. I think it was Eric who said it, but I think our biggest question is, how's Johnny Grosso in it? Because <laughs> he looks like Homelander? Homelander. Don't tell yeah. him that. Oh, man. yeah. I, you I kinda, can do You're right, Eric. You're right. Oh, Lord. Homelander's a fucking what a oh, yeah. piece of work. Well, we can't really get into that part. What but. a piece of work. But the acting is great. And... and and the great you brought that up because the guy that plays Homelander is so good in it that you hate his guts. Yeah, throughout the entire yes. thing, 
So he's like a Joffrey or a kind of, um, yeah, kinda, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Joffrey, yeah. He's a- there's a there's a corporation that that pretty much owns these superheroes. There's shit ton of superheroes everywhere, hundreds and maybe thousands of them. But there's only seven that get to be the seven. They're, they're the alpha the, tier, the Avengers. Yeah. yeah, they're like a warped version of Justice League. That's right. Yeah, that's Superman, right. That's exactly Wonder right. Woman, all that. Yeah. And that's that's what it reminded me of the uh, the Justice League. Oh, that's who they're based on. They're based and on then, Justice uh, League. No, in no, that no, universe. No, no, but like there's the Justice League, and then there's another universe where the the Justice Lords. Oh, the Crime Syndicate. Yeah, where they oh, are yeah. criminals. They are they they rule all. Yeah, they're called the Crime Syndicate. I call them the Justice Lords. Okay, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that? Ultraman, uh, Night Owl, mm-hmm. yeah, those dudes. Yeah, but the, these guys are all in it for the money, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much for the fame it. and the money. They don't care about anything else. And then you see the interconnection of like the favoritism and mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff is crazy. Yeah, so a great show. Check it out. It is worth watching, especially if you have Amazon Prime. There's no reason not to watch it. Right. And you can watch. There's eight episodes, so you can binge it. I watched it all in one day. So, so check out the boys. We the boys. It's two. Some news, and it's spawn on another question that I'd like to ask you guys. This is from Collider, by the way. Digital de aging obviously has become more and more commonplace in all the different movies we've seen. We've seen Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, become twenty years younger, thirty years younger, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The new movie coming out, Irishman allegedly has De Niro and Pacino de-aged, which that should be very crazy and interesting. Oh, gosh. And in It Chapter 2, they're going to de-age the kids. I know that sounds... You mean they're going to de-age the adults to the kids, right? They're going to de-age the kids because the kids have grown, like puberty said. I mean, think about about Stranger Things. Think about Mike. He's in this film. He doesn't look like Mike from that era anymore. Oh, they have so, to. So they need new scenes. They have to de-age Yeah, we're, there's going to be there's going to be flashbacks, right? Gotcha, obviously. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, please de-age the fuck out of him. <laughs> no offense yeah, to him. He's long now. He's yeah. really tall and, and yeah. yeah he's... I I understand puberty hits us all in in certain ways, but holy shit, he got hit. Here's my question: Are we ready as fans to see our older favorite actors? Be de-aged in our favorite storylines. Let me give you an example. Eric, Luke Skywalker, after Jedi, yes. would you want to see Mark Hamill de-aged and have him be in the film, but de-age to see a six-part episode series on Disney Plus about that little stint of what happened after Jedi? If I'm going to have Luke Skywalker in a, in a feature that matters and Mark Hamill can do it, then yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Because here's the, here's the deal with that technology, man. Have you seen the dude who takes, like, they did the one with Mike Tyson and, uh, um, what was it, Family Matters, the, the intro to the show, and put in post his face, into oh. his facial features into the, the features of the each character? I tagged you on Twitter to, uh, about two hours ago with uh, uh, Nick Offerman. I was say the part. Yeah, dude, one. that's <laughs> the one I was talking yeah, about. Oh, okay. That's where I was heading with this. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that yesterday, dude, and I was dying. If that is the best use of that technology, possible. it really is. It okay. really is. And and so yeah, if you can, if you can, the second best use is get Mark Hamill to play Luke Skywalker again, uh, filling in some gaps in the in the timeline. So yes, I'm all for it. We're not that far away. So think about this: Mario Puzo wrote a book about Michael Corleone, his stint when he was in Sicily. Yeah. Imagine having a young Michael and we get to see what I read that book. What yeah, I did too. Yeah, I read it. It was really good. 
it was really good. And the first thing I thought of, oh, I wish they would have made this a movie. Mm-hmm. We might have that opportunity now to do something like this because the technology is getting so good that you can't tell the difference. I'm going to throw this to the bucket heads. Is this something that you guys are for? Would you want to see one of your, some of your favorite old characters? Like, let me give you this example. Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Fuck getting a new Indiana Jones. Why not have Harrison Ford be in a younger Harrison Ford that we can have new stories? Yeah, I think if you can avoid the issues of like the drama behind recasting that the fandom sees all the time, I'd say why not? It just allows a smoother process and better continuity. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I like it. I will say in Captain Marvel, there are some scenes where Samuel Jackson does, you can tell he's old just because of how he moves and stuff. So I guess depending on the scene, cause when I saw that technology, like I've already told Aaron this, like I wouldn't mind them doing that for Liam Neeson. Um, so we can get like a flashback of Qui-Gon or something like that. Like, oh shit, I'd really yeah. want, I'd really want that same thing with, uh, Ewan McGregor. Cause I really like masters oh, of yeah, master and apprentice. So I want to yeah. see that in live action, but. Wow, see that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Boo, what's up? See, my my key question is this technology is awesome. I enjoy it. I dig it. I dig it in particular for like when we saw Tarkin again. That was the shit. Yeah. Seeing Tarkin, I was like, oh fuck, he's back. Blew my mind. I was like, based off of just if I were to stare at it, I'd be like, okay, I can see a slight difference. But at a, it just enjoying the movie, I was like, that's fucking real. He's there. My question is, does this get in the way of new actors? Oh yes, absolutely. So, so in, instead of having uh, who played Harrison Ford, who played Han in uh, Alden Solo, and Reich, instead of having him, we have a younger D.H. Han. You know where where does it stop? That's my question. But I, you know, I, yeah, have, but I have an idea for that. See, see, I have an idea because we all have favorites and things like that. Mm-hmm. The actors that we have now. I would, would you want anybody to replace anybody? You so, know, so, no, no. That's that, that's the problem that I have. Is yes, it's awesome. But it's a slippery slope of, well, we don't need any more well, actors it's now. Definitely and a then, slippery slope, and then and then it goes into even further. Everything and everybody is computer. Uh, well, that, computer I, I don't want to bring back dead people. Yeah, I, I don't no, think no, that's no. cool. I think what well, should happen is yeah. Yeah. what yeah. should happen is is our established franchises like Indiana Jones uh, should have de aging. Like it should be exclusive to that. That's and what our, I, that's our what I'm new talking about. and younger actors should be able to portray new characters. So going forward, Finn is John Boyega. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So right. going forward, character. and when we're all old and gray, that de aging is John Boyega to a younger John Boyega. You know, mm-hmm. anything new going forward will be new actors. That's how I, I think that would be the best way to utilize this. So yeah, I'm okay with. De-aging Michael Corleone. You know what I mean? As well, we're going to see that now. Yeah, as long as we don't get, you know, as long as there's another story to tell with younger yeah. actors and help them come up and then, you know, just start saying, okay, this is your role. This is who you're going to be. I I agree with uh, Aaron. There's too much backlash with replacing uh, actors and saying, yeah. okay, we're going to read, this is solo and here's Alden Ehrenreich and everybody's like, Ugh, we don't. You well, know. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. But think about this. We're going to talk about Andy Serkis in a second. Mm-hmm. Why not have Alden Enreich be Han Solo, but his face isn't Han Solo? We're already doing it with CGI. We're already doing it with Gollum. We're already doing it with Planet of the Apes. But why not do that? You can't do that to you, Alden Enreich because why Alden, not? Because the physicality. Andy Serkis does it in every movie. But that's the point. Because he chooses characters that he can't be. 
literally can't be. Alden Ehrenreich is an act like that's the thing. Circus is known and made his fortune and made his name as an actor on mocap, like yeah. motion capture. Alden Ehrenreich is like, you're going to see me. I am who I am. Like, right. I am I am that. He's an actor. You're not going to take Tom Cruise and all of a sudden start having him do, unless he says the role calls for it. Risky business, too. <laughs> see, see, Are they going to de-age Rebecca De, de Mornay also? Well, I hope so. <laughs> see, but then it, it also raises another question of, then that doesn't push people to create new stories of new characters and things like that well, you know, we're not it, getting that anyways right now Indeed, no 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 but I, I mean it makes it even worse <laughs> we Hollywood. that's what i'm saying yeah. we complain about you know, reboots and rehashes reimaginings that's just gonna push this and keep it going where we see luke skywalker for the next hundred years we see uh indiana jones you know for the next hundred years we need to push the envelope. We so need that to... means when they reboot Home Alone, they're just going to de-age with Kali Yes, Culkin. exactly. That's 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 what this Old is circle. pushing into. And that yes, know, no, oh, no, damn gosh, it, we need to change dude. the you know. I Finch should always sprinkle be sprinkle it in, sprinkle it in, no, and that's what I'm saying. You got to you got to sprinkle in the de-aging. They're not. That's what we're going to do. Thing. And it's a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. You know, it, eventually it'll all be CGI and everything. I'm just saying it's a slippery slope for a. Dark, guys, a dark Hollywood. Guys, I think I think I agree with that. I think the six of us need to get together and write oh, the God. rules for the de aging. Submit it to Hollywood. Submit it to Hollywood and be like, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is the rules for the de aging for use of oh, yeah. de aging technology right here. Here's the here's the only rule you need. I'll let you know if I don't like it. There it and is. That'll be the line. <laughs> That's basically how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nope. That, nope, I thought, but nope, nope. Imagine getting to see an adventure with Lando again and Han, but it's Billy D and Harrison. It would be wonderful. It even, would, but everybody loved Donald Glover. That's see, yeah, that's yeah. where you thank get, you. That's well, true. What would you rather have? Uh, yeah, would you rather have? Uh, that's true. I would you know, have old Donald Lando Glover. or young Lando? New a brand, brand new actor. Flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A brand new actor and you know, with a different feel to it. That's interesting. See that? Thank you. Well, that's, that's because Donald one. killed it. Like he killed it, and That's somebody else yeah. could. Somebody else could. Somebody else could be like, "Fuck!" He he gives him a run for his money. I think you know, we need to the- fix the discourse. I think what needs to Ooh. happen is is people need to not be upset when someone else is cast in well, people need to stop getting upset in general that's the point yeah, yeah. don't oh we're gonna start a petition and all that other stuff so yeah it. that's go probably where it. we have to go or where it would have to go but i really think if for the de-aging it would definitely work for characters that are established um for roles that are established and in some cases you just have to say okay we're not going to do this any you know we won't use this at all so eh. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's, it is a slippery slope, and, and you're right. It is interesting, though. People oh, could be actors could actually be you know knocked out of the box for. We can know. get a Corvette summer sequel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You start putting actors' faces over other actors, you're going to start getting glorified stuntmen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah, they'll get paid true. less, and it'll that's be true. Into you'll like, get, yeah, you'll that's get true. The, uh, you, you'll get the 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 Night King, where all he does is just stand there with makeup on and give glares and mm. chuck spears and fight people, but he doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. 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 He and he was the stunt coordinator, and they said, "Yeah, put this costume on. You, it fits you. You look good." I think there could be some exceptions to the rule here and there. There yeah. can be, yeah. You have to sprinkle it in and use it in certain mm, places. Shit doesn't so. get sprinkled. Hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's overused. It, if it but... makes money, watch. If if something makes a billion dollars and it's it de-aged actors or actors that are super cheap or likenesses start getting sold, 
it's over. It's, and the technology it, is getting better. Yeah, and better it, at yeah. It. Instead of a movie costing because you have to pay actors three hundred fifty million dollars, like Endgame costs a hundred million dollars, and it still grosses a billion dollars. Holy, I I would say, why aren't you doing this more? Even though I wouldn't like it, I'd be like, how could you not? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. It, it would it would Making a billion out of a hundred percent change. The Holy yeah. fuck. Well, speaking of Andy Serkis, what do you guys think about the Hollywood Reporter reports that he's going to take over and he's going to do Venom, Venom Two? He's going to direct it. I, is, I love it. Is he is he going to motion capture Venom? Yeah, yes, he he's going to be Venom. <laughs> going to be Venom's tongue. That would that would be just sick. his tongue. That would be so cool. <laughs> I think I think he can. He's going to be good at this. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he'll be fine. Venom One was great. Well, not great. Venom One was good. It was fun. It was really yeah, it was, it was fun. Really good. And if it came out, if it had come out ten years ago. It would have been highly touted, awesome movie. It's just now everything else has come out has kind of poo-pooed it. What, you just say poo-pooed it? Yeah, I did. What you can, did, you can what, say shit here. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, what do you guys exactly. think? Exactly. Interesting takeaway I took from it is I'm kind of curious where he'll, uh, just because of his experience with Golem, I kind of wonder what he'll do with the multiple personalities talking to each other, oh. and what kind of direction he'll More give blissy. Tom Hardy and that. And I thought Wait, that could be an interesting take. Okay, well, we're just, <laughs> what's the hell, Boo? <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy, because Boo just yelled out more pussy for some reason. Yeah, what, did, what do you mean? Did you guys not see the movie where he tells him to jump out of the window and he takes the elevator instead and he calls him a oh, pussy? Okay, okay. They have multiple I personalities. That's that's a little inside <laughs> baseball, but obviously you guys didn't see I the didn't movie. remember the part of that. He that was a great him. part. Oh, we're like, so desensitized, like, man. That's crazy. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, when he doesn't jump. Yeah. Oh, pussy. God. Should I say it again? You want me to say it again? Sure. Why not? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay, let's talk a little Batman. Matt Reeves is Batman. Oh, yeah. Rumors coming out of Geek Worldwide, this is a website, is that Matt Reeves is playing close attention to Black Klansman's John David Washington for the role of the Cape Crusader's new solo film. The character remains under wraps, but the rumor is that he is going to portray Harvey Dent. Hmm. John David Washington was great in Black Klansman. He's Denzel Washington's son. Harvey Dent, what do you guys think? I'm going to go to the Bucketheads first. I really like Black Klansman. Uh, he's a good actor. I even like him in Ballers, too. So um, yeah, yeah, he's great in oh, Ballers. Oh, he is really good in Ballers. He's great in Ballers. Go ahead. Uh, I think he could be a good uh, Harvey Dent, like being based off of the character in Black Klansman to a good cop, so I would say so. I'm yeah, for I it. I think he can pull it off, man. Oh, absolutely. As far as like acting chops, yeah, he's got it. I, I see him as something else. I don't. I mean, I, the Harvey Dent one would be a possibility, but I could see him as Azrael. I don't think Azrael's going to be in this. You know who's going to be in it, though? It looks like the rumor is that Catwoman's going to be in it, Riddler's going to be in it, Firefly, and the Penguin. They're all going to be in this Which thing. means he would need help, and Azrael, John David Washington as Azrael would be very good. That would be cool, but I'd, I don't know if they would do that yet. That would that would turn the whole that like, take Batman universe on its head, though, mm-hmm. to drop a character like Azrael in there. And he could do that. I think he could definitely bring that up. But if he's Harvey Dent, that's cool too. I just don't know. Uh, would he be able to pull off Two Face? I think so. He can pull it off. Yeah, I think that's so. true. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. There's more Batman news coming out. Awesome news. The awesome news for the for the '90s kids out there. Which I guess I can. Do we are we considered '90s kids too? I think we are. I went to junior high in the '90s. You're still a child, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you were 23. All right, Eric. Wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> Killer. Shut it, Eric. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Kevin Conroy, <laughs> the voice of Batman. The and only, Bruce Wayne. The only voice. The only voice. Yeah. 
is going to be in Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW as Bruce Wayne, an older version, obviously. But good for him, man. He deserves this. He deserves to be on camera. Exactly. And portray the mm-hmm. character that he's always been. Absolutely. You grew up with this, right, Boo? Absolutely. Yeah. No, when I when I read this, I was like, holy shit. That is it gave me chills. I was like, that is so awesome. Because I I've seen him I've seen him in the studio, you know, just reading his lines and doing things like that. It's very cool. You know, I've seen him talk and you know, behind the scenes stuff like that. But to see him on screen portraying the actor or portraying the, the character that he gave his voice to and that he introduced me to to batman essentially i cannot wait this is going to be so cool so surreal seeing that's my bruce wayne mm-hmm. that's my batman there and i'll be like holy shit that's gonna be cool oh it's gonna be amazing yeah good for him i feel really good about yes. it for him yes he deserves it mm-hmm. yeah it's about damn time yeah exactly it is now they so, just gotta bring in mark hamill as the as Joker. Joker? Oh, uh, there you go. So, I, so I are people again. excited for this Crisis on Infinite Earths? They're actually going to go for it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm excited. Watch about Arrow it. again. Like, I haven't watched Arrow for the last two seasons, but now I want to watch all this again to catch up because yeah, Brendan was... Rothcasting interested me. And this yeah. is the last season of Arrow, correct? Yeah, it's done after this. Done. It, which which it kind of. I'll give Arrow credit, by the way, because Arrow was the first to start this on television. And, well, Smallville did, but. Arrow was pretty dark and before all these Netflix and these streaming networks came out with these shows, yeah, comic book shows. Arrow was pretty dark and it was pushed the envelope in the beginning and gritty. I just have, it's gritty. just making me think of what can happen in the uh, CW verse because wait, wasn't the CW the WB? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. That will never get old. No, oh, it will never get man, old. I, every time, I'm like, hee hee. <laughs> uh, the dance and everything. No, because a major character dies in the book. The over. Like, like a major character dies in the book, so are they implying that this could possibly happen if they do it to, mm. if they follow it the way they're supposed to follow yeah, it? Maybe. I mean, they don't have to go word for word or panel for panel, but... In the books, Christ on Infinite Earths. Don't ruin it. The only way that it spoiler gets alert, is spoiler by alert. this person doing what he has to do, and he dies doing it, and he wins the day. But are they going to do that to this character in the CW verse? Maybe they'll switch that character to maybe Arrow since this is the last season. Yeah, that could work. Mm. We got a voicemail from Jim, our boy Jim, the impersonator extraordinaire. Extraordinator. What was what was the last impersonation? It was a good one. What was it? Uh, oh, it was uh, Claw. It was Claw. Claw. That was fantastic. That was scared the shit uh, out of me. That was Bonesaw. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Oh, yes. Bonesaw. 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 Yeah, Bonesaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's listen to Jim. They know more about our podcast. Yeah, than we thanks. Do. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> no, he did Claw a couple episodes. He ago. did, but the last. One. I have thanks, I have an guys. awkward memory, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. I wanted to say something. I, I wanted to show you my love for movies um, with a couple of, of examples. Um, well, first off, when I, I went to Catholic school, Catholic high school anyway, and in religion class, we had to read every day. Somebody read uh, a passage out of the Bible, whichever one they picked, whichever one they wanted. And when it got to my turn, which one do you think I picked? Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. <laughs> Rather than read it out of the Bible, I memorized Samuel Jackson's. You got uh, his whole 
this whole spiel. And I did the whole thing. And kids were looking around at each other, wondering what the hell I was doing, except for one kid had a big smile on his face. He must have been the only one that knew. <laughs> Another example is I got fired from a Ruby Tuesdays while I was on vacation, by the way. I got back from vacation, requested off for two weeks, and said I only requested off for one. So that's five no call, no shows. Me and my wife got fired. We were actually working together Aww. at the same time at that point. Hell of a and vacation. I Jerry wired myself out of there. I was in a tiny little room in the back with the managers. And, um, I already had another job at the time. I was working at Best Buy. I was 18. I said, uh, I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is just flip out. And I, but I got one question. Who's coming with me? And I had two managers <laughs> so wide-eyed looking at me. And uh, I actually lost my virginity in a movie theater. I was 14. I know that's crazy. Young. Damn, son. But uh, I stayed with that girl for three and a half years all through high school. Um, he was left alone a long so time. Yeah. It's not really? bad. As to, and some people, we, we did a lot in the theater. I actually had a method. If you pay attention to where the lights are overhead, the dark spots where the lights don't quite reach each other, uh, when the lights go dim, that is a pitch black area. <laughs> and that's where we would uh, get down and dirty. Um, mm. The only bad thing is Smash the down. movie that I lost my virginity to was one of the worst ones ever. And that was Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Oh, I know that's what a garbage. Fucking terrible. But it's hey, terrible. if there's a movie to ignore and make whoopee, as they say, they. that's, that's got to be a good movie to ignore. But uh, anyway, um, y'all remember the uh, Muppet Babies? Girl, Damn. That was pretty good. That was a solid animal right there. Damn, we have, Jim. We have, we have learned so much about Jim. Jim, I feel a little weird, but appreciate the personal voicemail you sent us. Do you? <laughs> he got G with it during the Wild Wild West. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, oh. I did. Pretty sure he was focusing on Salma Hayek during that movie. Yes, that's right. He'd poke up every now and again. Yes. Hey. <laughs> no, so, hey. hey. <laughs> okay, so so bucketheads, real quick. Have, have how many movie theaters? Hey, it's have the you geek dudes. It's there? the geek dudes. Get it right. <laughs> uh, neither. I've worked at one, and I've caught people having sex. So that brought back terrible <laughs> memories. But, yeah. What do you do in that situation? Wait, what was the question you asked? How many movie theaters they've had sex in? Oh, okay. Oh, we should. I think we should ask Jim what movie theater is, and maybe it was the same one, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you both were in the dark spots over there. So yeah. yeah, what what do you do when uh, you find somebody having sex at the movie theater? Uh, like, well, I just I just went and told a manager and let the manager deal with it. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> Not my problem. It was like during a, the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like already like a not very uh, filled theater because it had been out for a while. It was like towards like one of the smaller theaters. And they just said, go in and like check. I think they snuck in there because nobody was supposed to be in that theater. So I walk in there and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, man, like I walked there all the way at the top. I just like was like, I'm not dealing with this. I just walked back out. And then I went and told a manager and then I think I got kicked out. But yeah, I didn't deal with it. <laughs> you cockblocked them, bro. Yeah, I was just about to say, you're supposed to be guiding them in. Come on, man. Come oh, on. Guiding them in. Jesus. Guiding them in. Not Easy. that close, dude. Guiding them in, man. From, from Superbad. Remember? He's like, we cockblocked McLovin. We're supposed to be you're guiding them in. You're mad at him for saying pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guiding them in. You got deep cuts from Superbad. Jesus. Oh, Lord. We were supposed to be guiding them in. 
Wow. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Are, we all, are we all going to talk about what movies we had sex to in the movie theater? Uh, are you kidding? Nope, I'm not talking about <laughs> it. Yeah, let's doing? not. First of all, my brother-in-law is across from me. <laughs> yeah. And my wife listens to this podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to have so, to be very, yeah. See, but that but that's giving it away without giving it away, right. sir. See how I did you're it? Just, you're, yeah. I will say one movie. No, no, don't say shit. Don't ruin movies for me. <laughs> Les, shut your Les knows one movie. No, Absolutely not. Do not ruin movies for me. not want to hear. Your wife does not want to hear about you having sex with her brother in a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was pretty bad, I gotta say. It was pretty awful. Mine was yeah. Boondock Saints, too. Oh, Boondock Saints? Okay. Part two, though. Oh, part two sucked, yeah. 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 Okay. That's it. I, I've never had sex in a movie theater. I'll, uh, I'll join that party over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Well, thanks, Jim. Not, thanks for not sex, getting not, me in trouble. No. Wait to tell my fiance about what I learned today. That is <laughs> on the Sith list. That is. She's like, you're never talking to them ever again. Yeah. Okay, I think we're gonna end this thing with the Buckethead's version of the flash round. I don't think we've had a flash round where it's bam, bam. Oh, I think we did that with um, Amanda Ward and Jess once, right? No, we asked. I think we asked them. I don't know, but to I, identify each other's. Oh yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. And it became a whole bashing of me. By Amanda mm-hmm. Ward. Yeah, usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, you can go first. And then Aaron, you go the, you get the second question. And by you just go down the list. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. Favorite band or musical artist? Uh, Dirty Heads. Favorite video game of all time? Ooh. Um, Star Fox. Ooh. Oh, very nice. I always like the cover of Star Fox. It's pretty cool. That is really cool. Tupac or Biggie? Uh, Tupac. Good choice. Good choice. Favorite cuss word? Um, I don't know if it's a cuss word, but dill hole. <laughs> <laughs> I like dill hole. Yeah, that's good. Dill you, you like dill hole? I love dill hole. Oh, yes. Big fan of 70s show. They said it a lot on there. Yeah. Dill hole, I like it. If you were to pick a planet to live on in the Star Wars universe, which one would it be? Um, probably Endor. Oh, okay. You like the uh, forest and plushness? Yeah, the Ewoks look like uh, they'd be cool. <laughs> they'd be cool to party with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they try to eat you. Until they cannibalize you and try to eat your balls? Yeah. Be good. Uh, I get hell it. of a party, though. Um, hell of a party. That's awesome. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? Ooh. Um, damn. Narnia. Um, Narnia. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, Gangs of New York. Oh, hey, solid. That's a good call. What a great underrated film. Such a good movie. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh, smooth. Wrong. Wrong. It's okay, though. I still love you. <laughs> Rogue One or Solo? This is a tough question for me, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Solo, and this one's for Eric because of Emphis Ness puts it over top for me. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Favorite boy band? Uh, you can't say Beatles. Everybody defaults to their uh, boy I guess, band. Uh, boys to Men, I guess. Good call. Oh, Good call. Man. They're a boy band. Yeah. They are a boy they're band. They're a boy band. Wait, what? They're, no, they're a not a boy band. band. Yes. New Edition was a boy band. 
Boys yeah. to Men oh, is what is a, just a regular R and B group, dude. That's which is good yeah. call though. Hey, I like the call though, but I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to. Okay, uh. so then what are the Beatles then? He's pointing at he's pointing to you like you, you can see him. By the way, I just want. But yeah, but seriously, <laughs> great call. I, I will thank you for bringing up Boys to Men. They're awesome, but they are not a boy band. A- what, ABC was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, New Edition, ABC, Backstreet Boys. They they would fall in. You know, insane. what are the Beatles then? Mm. No, the, 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 we don't we don't talk about the Beatles. Yeah, we in just that don't light. do that. We don't put them in that. We light. don't put them in that light. But still, good call on Boys to Men. I'm sorry though. I had to Han, Luke, or Poe. Ooh. Um I'm gonna go with uh Han. Okay. Last question. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he has written here. I know, I spelled it. <laughs> it's, like, no, it's not even a question. It's just the answer <laughs> that you want. Yeah. You don't even have the or. I don't have the or. You just have one option. Beyonce or, or Rihanna. Or Beyonce. <laughs> or Blink. <laughs> I yeah. literally have no one else. Beyonce or get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, the right uh, answer is Taylor Swift, right? Yeah, Eric? That's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Taylor Swift. You guys are yeah. sucking up to, you're sucking up to Struthers. For the wrong person. Sucking up to Struthers. He doesn't need any more sucking up to. Our, our three Skype dudes are all hanging together on this one. Aren't uh, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. I will. Well, dude, you guys did great. Like Eric says, you did great with your own answers. Hey, ace job liking the stuff you like. Ace job. <laughs> great, great, great job. Uh. Okay, before we leave here, though, we have to do the segment. I totally forgot about the segment. It's your segment. Nah, boo. Nah, boo. Oh, fuck. We have to do this. Steel Saunders. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll segue this, okay? And we'll, you can incorporate um, Aaron and Eddie into this if you yes. want. Okay, on three. One, two, three. All right, now we're going to end so, this thing, right? Okay, so then, so, so then let me get this straight. When Qui-Gon puts his hand on Shmi's shoulder, there's some... There's some visual effects? There's yeah, there's probably, there's probably a background. Yeah. What was it? Was it? Uh, they, I thought maybe she was like, "I don't want that Irish trash touching me." <laughs> no, no. They, they 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 had to like digitally remove his his uh, his erection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had, they had they to had digitally to dig- remove the part where he was yelling at some black guys outside. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, because he's he, yeah he's, he's known been angry. That, yeah. He's known. Yeah. Dang it! Dang it! Qui Gon. Yeah. Damn you! Damn you! Qui Gon. <laughs> And he's like, everybody had forgotten about it. Tell the <laughs> yeah. Sith list. So I would have gotten away with it too. Had <laughs> oh. been to that mediocre podcast. Yeah. Now that would be. Now he's not coming on next week. The most <laughs> craziest thing ever. Imagine if he was on and we did a question about that. Let's oh. like, I got a question for you. Oh, fuck, so you want to talk about this? <laughs> everybody else you're is gonna, gonna, gonna go ahead and silence their mics while you and I just have this. Just a one on one. Damn. I'm going to approach this cordially as like, <laughs> as cordially as possible here, but uh, what the uh, fuck, man? No, what the fuck? You're going to oh, get an email on your uh, Sith List email saying, I will find you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's, that's the header What to I it. can't do is answer your question, but what I can do is use a certain set of skills. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Good. Yeah. All right, guys. This was a great podcast, man. I had a bunch of fun. It is uh thank God it's gonna when it, we and I edit this thing it's gonna sound like we were really professional and really <laughs> everything was done really well because let me tell you people it was not <laughs> it was a shit show it was a shit show but it was a fun shit show we had a blast yeah. and thank you Aaron and Eddie thank you for coming on mm-hmm. and thank you for and taking time and dealing with and us. dealing with our bullshit for the last hour and forty five minutes or whatever yeah. it was tell people where they can find you each on Twitter and again where they can listen to your podcast. 
you can find me on Twitter at MandoMerk311. Um, and the uh, podcast Twitter is uh, at BucketheadsPod. And then you can find us on the Bucketheads podcast, Eddie. Uh, yeah, my personal Twitter is at uh, BucketheadEddie. And then, yeah, the podcast can be found pretty much where most podcasts can be found. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, whatever the Googles is. I don't know what, Google what Play. Yeah. Yeah, so. guys. And we'll have all that stuff on our show notes. Just click on it, subscribe, follow these guys. They are great. And um, yeah, pot it forward, man. Tell people how great they are. Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people yes. fiddle with your diddle? Hey, come on. Why does it got to be like that? All right. You can find me on the Taylor Swift subreddit hanging out. Um, but no, seriously, follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. You can find about find out about all my goings on, including my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. The baddest motivator of them all. Mr. Mr. Clark Gable, I got a cramp in my side. <laughs> Mr. Free Mustache Rides, McCormick. McCormick. Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Mr. Beat the Beaties. Where can people find you? Getting some fried chicken. <laughs> It's so racist, dude. No, because oh. he said he had to cut down fried chicken. <laughs> it, that's just because the that's podcast. the thing I actually do eat more frequently. All right, Liam. <laughs> oh, oh, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at lessismore78. And you can find me at the Sith List on Twitter. Hit us up on Hating Younglings. Hating Younglings. <laughs> Bring it, people. Bring it. Yeah, exactly. With your youngling tell, fucking love. Tell him he's heartless. Yeah. Yeah. We really appreciate you listening, guys. We will be back for episode number 158 next week. Will we? Will we be back? Maybe. Of the Sith List. <laughs>